Hello, and welcome to the Unleash the Woman of Your Dreams podcast. If you have been led here, then your soul is seeking some inspiration, some soul love, and spirituality education. I'm your host, Brett Elizabeth. I am a empowerer, a creator, a bookworm, and I'm so stoked to connect with you today in this episode. And first, here is today's tarot reading for you. So at the start of each episode, I pull a card from my deck asking the universe for a message to send to anyone who listens to this podcast at any time. And today I pulled the four of wands reversed. So whenever the card is reversed, that means that I pull it upside down. Um, I don't always read them reversed, but sometimes I do, which is depends on what I feel called to and what feels right. Um, So either way, the Four of Wands is a really cool card in my opinion. It's very much about um, just like celebration, um, time with friends and family, and just experiencing life to, you know, the greatest joy possible. So whenever this card is reversed, the joy is still present. The joy is still there. It's just maybe more subtle. And maybe this is a sign for you that you are maybe taking things for granted or you are grateful for things around you, but not to a degree that you could really embody that gratefulness, which is kind of interesting because this this card that goes along with what I speak to at the end of today's podcast episode. Um, but just so with with the energy of the Four of Wands reversed, it's really asking you to just pause and look around you and really take note and be be aware of what you are grateful for right now in your life and and kind of think of ways that you could embrace those things more and show more gratitude and more love towards those things to draw in more abundance from those things in your life so that is what the four of wands reversed is asking of you today let's get into today's episode i find it fitting to talk about my initial pull to austin living in austin the pull i have felt since i left austin And now the shift I am overwhelmed with as I am here this weekend in Austin. Um, I, so backstory, I grew up a competitive dancer. I had, you know, the dreams of dancing on Broadway, of being a rocket until I learned I was too short to be a rocket in my adult life. Um, But Broadway was the goal, dancing in New York, living in New York City, that was my life goal for the first half of my life, more more than half of my life. Um, And that dream continued until many years after I broke my back, whenever I finally accepted the fact that I just cannot dance at the level needed to be a Broadway dancer anymore due to my injury. And so in my head at 17, 18, 19 years old, the next best city in comparison to New York would be Austin. Um, It's a vibrant city. It's a very, very big city compared to where I grew up. Um, Even better than New York, it is still in Texas where I'm from. It's close to home. There are many, many, many opportunities here. It's beautiful, etc, etc. So um, at 
about that age, uh, Austin became my dream city and where I always wanted to go, even though I had never been there um, or here. I never even visited until 2019. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a kind of a far, far off dream for me, but it's one that I had for a very long time. And so I just always felt very, very drawn to the city. Just everything I saw of it online was beautiful and welcoming and exciting and new. So that, you know, again, that was my goal. So finally, last year I visited in March, I believe, March or April of 2019. And I just fell in love with the city. I came with a group of people um, and just experienced a lot. I really enjoyed myself and I just couldn't wait to come back. And then fast forward um, into about September of 2019, I came and stayed for about a week before my second show of the year. And I just got to experience more of it with people that I was close to. And I just, again, fell more and more in love with the city and I I didn't want to leave. I just felt stuck at home with the job that I was in. But those around me convinced me that, you know, living in Austin was going to be the best thing for my future and for the career I was in and the um, coaching experience that I was in at that time. So I ended up moving to Austin unofficially in October of 2019 after my second show. Um, So shortly after that second visit, I moved temporarily to Austin and I stayed for about two weeks. I visited home often still. I live only about three hours away, but I lived downtown. I was surrounded by um, people all the time. I I really kind of just immersed myself in a way that I never would have otherwise because I'm quite introverted in that sense. Um, And while I was here, you know, again, just I... The energy of Austin is something I cannot explain to you. If you have never been here, you have to be here to really understand and experience the incredible vibration that the city carries. Um, it's it's magical. It will inspire you. It will empower you. It will make you dream your most wildest dreams and believe that they can come true. And it can also break your heart, which I will get into very shortly. Um, So I was here for about two months until after my third show of the year. I then, um, right before that show, I signed a lease to live in my own apartment downtown. I didn't necessarily want to live downtown because it was pretty far out of the price range that I was comfortable with. And just downtown life is not my cup of tea necessarily. Um, There's not a whole lot to do in the actual downtown space that I enjoyed. Um, I really liked the outer parts of the city, um, the domain area. It's kind of like a little hub, like its own city in of its own. It's very much, much safer there in other parts of the city than it is downtown. Anyway, I signed a lease downtown, believing that it was the best option for, again, for the coaching experience that I was in at the time. It was the um, closest to coworkers, things like that. So, I signed my lease in November um, to move in a couple days after Christmas. And then I, after Thanksgiving or at Thanksgiving, I went home and stayed the month with my mom um, until my apartment was ready and I and got ready to come back. So uh, 
<laughs> then I met Alana and we became best friends and she helped me move to Austin right after Christmas of last year and boy let me tell you I was hor- I was so scared I was scared to move here like literally moving into a downtown apartment by myself in a new city like without my mama here that was freaky for me but man it was it was truly one of the proudest days of my life like that was a goal that I had been working towards for a very long time like I even moved I moved to Fort Worth which is about 30 minutes uh, east north of my hometown Um, I moved there for about a year to see if I could mentally and physically handle being away from my mom and I don't know why I thought I could because I literally was home all the time then, but in my head I had convinced myself that I did well without her near, near, nearby, like a couple blocks away, fooled myself. Um, But anyway, I moved to Austin after that. Um, I was very proud, very, it was just a huge accomplishment, man. Like living in a a freaking downtown apartment in a city like this, being, I was 23, like that's pretty freaking cool, guys. Like, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty impressed with myself for that one. Even though it didn't last long, I was proud. It's one of the proudest accomplishments that I have. And so I just constantly just, oh, I just love the city. But I was also very heavy in my depression at that time. So um, the once Alana left, like I kind of went downhill. Um, once she went back home, I, I really, you know, I did okay for a while um, and just did my own thing, experienced the city. The um, I was pretty much alone here at that point. It felt like at least, um, you know, I had, I had my friend Layla here and we hung out a couple times, but um, just overall, just a very big sense of loneliness and overwhelm overcame me at that time. Um, and it's, Austin is a lonely city for a shy girl let me tell you (laughs) it's it's a lonely city for a shy not super resourceful girl which I am learning to um overcome and be more resourceful and things like that and networking better but so it's my depression really really got scary at times and I ended up going home quite often um, more often than I wanted to necessarily I really wanted to push through and try and make it work here as much as possible um but I also you know, I listened to my gut and when I needed my mama, I needed my mama. So I went, I took my butt home when I needed to. Um, and then I, so once COVID started peeking its little head out uh, to us in the U.S., I, I went home and I kind of rode out the first couple weeks of it um, at my mom's house because I didn't want to be stuck in my apartment by myself in Austin because Austin was one of the um, highest case cities in Texas. So that scared me. You know, I have I have baby nieces and, and I just, the thought of spreading it myself or anything like that was really, really scary. Um, so, you know, of course, thinking that it was only going to last for a couple weeks, I went home um, and, you know, spent some time there. And then once I realized that COVID wasn't really going anywhere um, and that I just didn't feel safe being in Austin and being in my apartment by myself anymore Um, and especially with you know just not having the friends here um, like I had initially planned when I moved here was it was very overwhelming and it was not good for my mental health whatsoever it was just making it kind of 
causing it to deteriorate even more than it already was. So after I um, ended my coaching experience at that time in April, I decided to get out of my lease, which was also a scary decision to make. Um, Breaking a lease is not an easy thing to do. Um, I will say I got lucky with it during COVID happening, um, whatever, things like that. But so I ended up breaking my lease and moved completely out of my apartment on the last day of April of this year of 2020. And so back home, the minute I did it though, like it broke my heart, guys. <laughs> I'm going to cry. It really, it breaking my lease was kind of like breaking the promise I had made and the, the accomplishment I had made um, of moving downtown here. And um, so that was, that was very hard for me to accept. It felt, it felt like a really big failure. It really did. Um, I, I realize now that it wasn't though I still I still struggle a lot with the decision of not being here because I do love the city. But it is close enough that, that I am able to visit. And so this is my second time being here since I broke my lease. I visited with some friends um, for 4th of July and then I am here again. And this this time, what what really pulled me here is like I... I've been struggling the past couple of weeks with my mental health a little bit, just feeling very um, unsatisfied, very confused, very uncertain, very like, what the heck am I doing with my life kind of thing, which is, I do that quite often. Um, but I, so I have just been like, I really like, I miss the city. I want to go. I want to go to the library and go to my crystal shop and, and just experience the vibrations of this incredible city again. And I'm I've been like, thinking to myself, like, how the heck am I going to do that? I can't afford a weekend away from work. I can't afford a hotel without work or even with work. Like, how am I going to do this? And that is something, like, my my pull here is something that I journaled about on the 21st, which was the winter solstice and the great conjunction. And then the next day, I found out that my workplace was going to be closed this weekend. And my dad sent me money for Christmas that day, which was enough to pay for my trip here to pay for the hotel. And I kid you not, I, whenever I saw when those two things happened in that same day, I just kind of lost it. Like I was so emotional. It was kind of like the universe just laying a little blanket over me and saying, here you go you're like, you're safe. Go, go to where you need to go. Have the weekend that you need, that you deserve. That's really what it felt like. So I quickly, like I was on it, man. I booked my hotel. I texted my mom and let her know what I was doing. Um, and I kind of wrote out an itinerary, but kept it very flexible because I really wanted to allow like more feminine energy to be present in this trip rather than masculine energy because I'm very much ruled by that right now and I'm learning to balance those. But so I've been so stoked about this trip all weekend, or I'm sorry, all week. And it really just got me through work earlier this week and the holiday was amazing and everything. And I left Friday. So yesterday evening got here, um, and then I, I stayed at my hotel last night and just did a lot of journaling, a lot of reading and just began kind of my reflection process of what I had wanted to do this weekend, which is just reflect on the past year, kind of learn from 
those reflections apply what I've learned um, to move forward into the next year of growth. And so today I, I went to a couple different coffee shops. I saw my friend Vivian and it was so nice to catch up with her and just have her energy there. And with her, I was I was talking about how excited I was to be here and just um, how how much I wanted to come back and like kind of almost making a plan of how I was going to do that within the next 12 to 14 months. Um, talking about job opportunities, housing arrangements, things like that, and like just feeling really excited about it. And then once once I left that meeting, that conversation with her, and I really started thinking about it, um, and I, like, again, I was still excited, but I was like, am I rushing that? Like, I need to see more of the city. Like, I, I kind of, I need to see more of my favorite places because with COVID and everything, like it changed the city, right? And I, I didn't want to get ahead of myself before experiencing that because I still hadn't been like downtown or anything at that time. I had only been to the domain and still so many things were closed. I walked like three miles freezing my butt off this morning, just trying to find a place that was open to get coffee at 7.45 in the morning. So I was like, okay, Brett, slow down and don't get ahead of yourself right now. Just go downtown, go to the library, go to the book people store, chill and just journal about it some more. And so that's what I did. I tried to come downtown and go to the book people store, which is my favorite bookstore here. And they were closed. They were only open for curbside. And the minute I saw it, like, I just felt kind of shattered. <laughs> like my whole intention was to come here, sit in my favorite spot and just like journal the whole day away and work on my computer and work on assistant stuff and journaling prompts and things like that. And I couldn't do it. And then the library is closed and so like, everything is closed and, or they're just open for like curbside. And it's like, oh my god and not everything like there is plenty open here but so much like my places my favorite places that I that I remember that I can recall they were closed and so that really really upset me and it was like okay that's like the whole purpose of me wanting to be here is literally because of how beautiful the library is and how like in tune with myself it makes me feel and if I can't go there then like screw Austin I want to go home um but Anyway, so I, I kind of threw a little pity party to myself. And then luckily, my crystal shop was open. I had to wait 45 minutes to go inside um, because of capacity, which is fine. I was still able to do it. And I'm thankful for that. And I got some really cool crystals, which I will be sharing on Instagram. But um, it just really made me realize like from that and just driving around downtown more um, and down like Lamar and everything, just seeing all of these businesses closed, like not even temporarily closed, but like gone. There, is, there are like entire strips where I used to go shopping that every single building is empty and they're all for lease. Like I am just, and so many things are vandalized and just there's graffiti everywhere. And oh my God, you guys, it is heartbreaking to see the city this way um and just knowing that at the hand of of this disease that like so many people are just like businesses are closed and people's businesses are closed like that's their livelihood and their work and their careers and their lives like oh just 
oh, it just hurts. It just, it's a lot to take in. Um, and so I have felt very, very overwhelmed because like I was so excited to come and just have a weekend away and experience my favorite city and be excited to make a plan for the next year in order to financially and emotionally set myself up to come back here and now after seeing it like this and just not feeling safe to go in somewhere because I don't know if I am allowed to sit in there if I can use the bathroom there or take my mask off if I'm drinking or whatever like it's it's making me feel like I don't want to come back here like I don't want to live here and that's really hard for me to to say and to hear and to accept because like this is my dream city but just that the reality of it is is that it it's not a place that I feel safe in anymore um and not just like physically safe like I don't always feel physically safe here but it's it's not as it's not an issue because obviously I lived here I wouldn't live somewhere that I didn't feel safe in but more so, it's just not a place that I feel emotionally safe in anymore. And that's really, that's one of my core values is feeling emotionally safe um, wherever I live. So just feeling that being lost is is really overwhelming whenever that's like, this city's been my dream for so long. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling very torn right now. I feel, I feel like, I kind of lost a little bit of traction that I had been building and that I'd been working on rebuilding since I left. Um, I feel like I lost more direction again than, like I said earlier in the episode, that um, I was just I've been feeling lost in life, and I I feel like I'm a little bit more now, knowing that this is not where I want to be anymore. Um, so. Overall, like, oh my god, I'm so glad I came this weekend and have this realization, but it's a really difficult realization for me to have right now. Um, so I will, I will definitely be working through this and kind of trying to figure things out for a while. But that's okay. That's part of life. That's part of growing. That's part of my evolution and my ascension. And I'm here for it and I accept it because I know that I'm capable of working through it and learning from it and spreading joy and light and education from it. But that's kind of, that's where I'm at with, with the city. So this is the shift that I am feeling overwhelmed with um, right now and this weekend. And I will have plenty to think about on my drive home tomorrow. Um, but it's, yeah, that's just the reality of where I'm at. Um, it's part of me, again, is very grateful that I I am here and I am experiencing this because now I feel even more grateful for the home that I do have back home. <laughs> um, and I I will be much more thankful and show more gratitude and more patience towards where I live back home and just really take it day by day and not try to rush out of that space. Because if you know me personally, you know that I am... Um, the place I'm in is a little bit uncertain of how long I'll be able to be there. So I will definitely slow down and just be appreciative of what I have for as long as I have it and not look a day into the future about it because now that I see that the future I was hoping for is not something that I want anymore, I really need to slow down again. So, ooh, okay. I'm crying. (laughs) Thank you for allowing me the space to 
share about this. Um, but yeah, so really my intention with this is just, again, to talk about how dreams can ebb and flow. Um, that's kind of a huge thing in my life is having really, 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 really big dreams and then have them come absolutely crashed and burning down to the freaking ground and picking up the pieces and creating a new dream. You know, that's similar to what it was, but it's, but it's also completely different. Um, and by that, if you don't know my story, I mean like how I was wanting to be a professional Broadway dancer versus, and then broke my back and then became a bikini competitor. Um, and now the dream of IFBB Pro. Um, so that's kind of like the initial dream shift and now this one. So it's, it really sucks to have huge, massive dreams that feel like like you work so hard to make them feel achievable in your life and then for them to just crash around you and not want that anymore or not be able to have that anymore. But I am here to tell you and I'm here to show you that you can rise from that. You can rise from the ashes of it. You can create a new reality at any time. You can create a new life for yourself. And yeah, it's going to be freaking hard, my friends. Like, but that's, who cares if it's hard? It might be hard for a day or a week or a month or a year or five years. But heck, you have so many more things going on in your life than just that one circumstance and you have so many more years ahead of you in your life than just this one so like what's one hard year compared to a lifetime of happiness and abundance like take take what you need to take the time that you need to rebuild yourself and have your pity party but do not build a home inside of that pity party you know like you want to you want to feel the feels, you want to experience the hurt and the pain and the shock that comes from it. And then you want to rebuild yourself, rebuild your heart, find the joy again, and really work towards a new reality for yourself because that is 1 million percent possible for you. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to step off of my little soapbox now and um, go blow my nose because I'm crying. Um, but yeah, so just that's my that's my message for you from this is is it's okay to to have a big dream and crash and burn and to rebuild it and to crash and freaking burn again and build it over and over again and create a new reality until you are living the absolute life of your dreams and until you are fully able to unleash the woman of your dreams. That is the goal here. I hope that this <laughs> cry message episode talk helps you in any way um thank you again for allowing me the space to be vulnerable with you and to talk through this with you it really it helps me to to speak it out loud and to write about it so thank you um if you do relate to any of this or if you have an experience of your own that you are crash and burning through right now or that you are attempting to rebuild and um create a new reality if you want to talk about it I would love to talk about it with you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, I'm at Brett E. Linkford. Um, but with the podcast, please subscribe and review. That helps me to know um, who's listening, what's happening, if you like it, if you don't. Um, but yeah, I, I look forward to hearing from you. I hope this episode helped you and wishing you a very happy new year coming up. Bye-bye.